Welcome to Archie and Me, an Archie Comics podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Brandon. Thanks for joining me here at Pops, Brandon. Thank you for joining me on Election Day in the United States for our American listeners. And so to celebrate, we are talking about political Archie stories. And uh, just a shout out, remember to vote today. If you've got a local election, let your voice be heard. We recommend checking out vote.org for information about any Local elections you may be able to vote in, check your voter registration, things like that. We're going to continue on our PEP Digital Collections talk. Last week we talked about fall stories, and today we're talking about PEP Digital number 28 called Archie's Campaign Trail. And I do have to say there's a lot of similar stories of Archie. Everyone runs for president. Yes. Everyone runs for class president. Uh, Archie and Reggie are often competing against each other. Yes, if the uh, fall special we read last week was all about raking leaves and going to football games, this collection is definitely about running for class president or imagining what things would be like if you were the president of the United States. Or the teachers and administration imagining it and being like, no, no. (laughs) I do want to say again, we'll try to credit people where we can, but these stories aren't always clear about who created what and what stories. So my favorite story in this collection is, what if Reggie were president? What if? What if? Well, Grundy and Weatherby are in their office, and uh, Weatherby says, you know, talking about the responsibility they have as educators, and he says that uh, the next student who comes through that door may someday be president of the United States, and of course, it's Reggie who busts through the door. Of course it is. And that leads Grundy and Weatherby to imagine what the country would be like if Reggie became president. And it's so funny. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. I'm just, I'm thinking of this story in a different context now, because we're not imagining what Reggie is imagining. Mm-hmm. And we're imagining what they think Reggie would do. Yes, right? yes. When I first read it, I was, ima- you know, imagining it through Reggie's mind. <laughs> I mean, it's not dissimilar. No, 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 no way. <laughs> this is exactly what Reggie would imagine. So it says that Reggie's first official act as president is installing a pool in the White House Rose Garden where he is chilling out with his all-girl secret service. Mm-hmm. As you do. As you do. And uh, I love that Archie's looking at all of the uh, secret service women at the pool party, and he says, hubba hubba. <laughs> the classic, hubba hubba. <laughs> I really like they have this one. There's this one secret service agent in the foreground. She has like an American flag bandana and these cool sunglasses on. <laughs> I wouldn't mess with her. Well, she, instead of catching a bullet for Reggie, she catches a beach ball that's about to hit his face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Reggie's like, thanks, that uh, might have bruised my lips. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they kiss, and then she says, yep, they're working fine. Thanks for the kiss, doll. <laughs> Just doing my duty, sir. <laughs> oh, Reggie. And then uh, you know, Reggie brings in a famous country western singer. And it is Polly Darton. Polly Darton, his vice president. (laughs) 
Which I, when I read that, I immediately thought of you because you are such a big Dolly Parton fan. I'm wearing a Dolly Parton shirt right now. Listeners, I can confirm that he is. Uh, he also makes some changes to the Olympics for some reason. So now the uh, the Olympics include um, Frisbee dog catch. And Hot Dog has the world record, as he should. As he should. And, and also, I just want to talk about that panel. You see Hot Dog. I feel like every time I've seen Hot Dog, it's like the cutest drawing I've ever <laughs> seen, except for in the horror books. Um, but there's this little like um, cloud or like a little air to show like action of the air. <laughs> And he's jumping up and he's saying, Arf, it's cute. That is cute. Although I, I you know, have to say that um, uh, hot dog jumping and then showing the little cloud coming out from under him, you know, you could read that as a fart. Oh, Brandon. <laughs> they also add double dutch. Um, and uh, Reggie is preparing for a major speech that night from the Oval Office. And he's going to announce his ambitious plan to finally... Uh, get rid of our national debt. He solves it, right? He solves it. He says that he is going to raffle off a date with himself. and Not uh, just one date. Not just one date, no. As many as it takes to pay <laughs> off the national debt. And it works. Women throughout the country buy raffle tickets to go on dates with him. And he, it works. He, he pays off the national debt. Yeah, you know, he's willing to sacrifice himself for the country. Mm-hmm. And I love that Pop Tates is the place where you can buy Reggie <laughs> raffle tickets. It's nice of Reggie to support his local businesses from his hometown. Definitely, definitely. Uh, also, it doesn't mention this in the story, but in the background of one of the panels, it shows that he has added himself to Mount Rushmore. And uh, he also decides he's going to become an astronaut. So we have a space, we have a shuttle space program uh, with an, with astronaut Samantha Smith, space president, and he goes to space with Samantha Smith. And they make out in the shuttle in space. He comes back to Earth, and everyone celebrates him as an all-American hero. And our ending panel says, No, Mr. Weatherby, I can't imagine Reggie as president. Neither can I. And he shudders. (laughs) And Reggie's walking out of the room, just whistling a tune. So now you see why this is my favorite one. It was just so, so much dang fun. Yeah. I wonder what Reggie's whistling. Oh, that's a good question. What bands does Reggie listen to, you think? He probably listens... He listens to the Beatles. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is Archie more of a monkeys guy, then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who inspired the band, the Archies? Mm. Who are their biggest inspirations? I can't wait to wait to read some Archies stories one day. Uh, we should definitely do, like, a musical special. That'd be <gasps> fun. Am I going to sing? Well, you sing every episode with that great opening. One of my favorite stories in this collection was actually the first one, and it's an Archie story, and it's called Election Defection. And Miss Grundy is looking for someone to nominate someone for class president, and Reggie jumps right in, and he nominates Archie. And I love Archie's hair has <laughs> kind of like, has this like floof he doesn't usually have, because he's like so surprised. And Jughead just, you just see his nose poking out from the side of the panel, <laughs> And there's a question mark. And Betty seconds the nomination. And Reggie has an angel's halo over his head. (laughs) And everybody's wondering, what are his true intentions behind this? Yes, yeah. Immediately, Jughead's like, why would you nominate him? You can't stand him. And Reggie's like, well, that's a bit harsh. And uh, he basically is playing it off. He's like, well, I just think that 
Archie to be the smartest and most eligible candidate. And he's Reggie's too in demand to work for the student government. Mm-hmm. And we get a good yuck yuck <laughs> in that in that panel. I feel so bad for Chuck because he worked overnight. <laughs> it says the next day he worked overnight to make a poster for Archie's campaign, and it it looks really great. And then guess what? Reggie has already made all these signs and merch. <laughs> for Archie to win this election. And there's even an Archie Frisbee that's kind of scary looking because it's not even his whole head. It's just his eyes and nose and mouth in the middle of the Frisbee. It's like Frisbee. super, super uh, zoomed in. It's great. I want that T-shirt, though, that that uh, that everybody's wearing, the the uh, the Archie for President T-shirt. Looks so great. Oh, yeah. Let's get him. And there's little variations on the T-shirts, too. Like, one says, everything's Archie. One says, Archie for President. Vote Archie. Vote Archie. And then there's one that Reggie wears that says Archie and me. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and the whole explanation is that Reggie's dad's friend is a printer, and he gave him a good deal <laughs> on all this. And he's just doing his part to contribute to the school. And another yuck, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out that Archie won. And this is where we find out that the whole reason... Reggie wanted Archie to win, mm-hmm. was that he would be too busy to date Veronica. Mm-hmm. But the twist ending, guess who is running for treasurer? Veronica. Veronica. <laughs> so now they have plenty of chances to spend time together, Archie and Veronica. Exactly. So they, they get to walk off into the sunset of being in student government together and getting to spend even more time. And then, of course, we get a great pun from Jughead at the end. That makes sense, right, Reggie? Because Veronica's talking about being a treasurer. <laughs> and Reggie slaps himself in the head. It's interesting we both picked Reggie feature stories. Mm. This uh, this collection had some really great Reggie moments. Which uh, I appreciated. There's a few other moments I loved throughout this collection. There's a story called A Taxing Situation. That I thought was kind of funny. It's where Archie and Betty's dads run for city council against each other. So there's a proposed... Uh, new tax to fund some parks and recreation uh, upgrades and maintenance. And Archie's dad is furious. And so he's going to run for city council uh, to oppose this tax. But Betty's dad is going to run for city council for the same seat. And he supports the tax. Which I like that this is this is like a real life issue that people talk about. But it's not like they needed to go deep into it. Right, right. Uh, it's something people could relate to, but it didn't necessarily fall on one side or the other. And the conclusion of the story kind of actually is a good, you know, a good example of what you should do. Exactly. You know, issues around like how to fund certain things that are needed in a town come up all the time. And they're throughout the story. They're so focused on fighting each other and yeah, and debating each other and trying to win this election that they both end up losing. And and somebody else wins the council seat. And the person who ends up winning uh, proposes a half cent sales tax to fund the parks. And basically the moral of the story is that Betty and, and Archie's dads are like, well, you know, we were so focused on just being different and, 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 and like fighting each, each other, other yeah. that we never like just thought about compromising. And then Archie makes this, this great joke at the end where uh, Archie's like, we can finally agree that there'll be one less dummy on the city council. <laughs> Another moment I loved is it was in Archie in Mayor for a Day, which actually this does have credits. Script and pencils by Fernando Ruiz, 
Inks and Letters by John Diagostino. Colors by Brighton Early. And, of course, we have Mr. Weatherby is upset with something Archie might or might not do. <laughs> and we get another Archie poster. It says, vote Archie Andrews for teen mayor of Riverdale. <laughs> so, as in many stories, you have someone who should probably, you know, Mr. Weatherby should probably do in other parts of his job. <laughs> instead of worrying about if Archie, you know, becomes mayor for a day, right? It's just a day. <laughs> yeah, he's worried about what he would do in that day. And there's another candidate, Stuart Smart, right? Yeah, Stuart Smart. And he is a platform that Weatherby supports. It's like uh, organizing a fundraiser for the local library and awareness about environmental issues and volunteering at the senior citizen's home. And Weatherby's like, uh, now let's, you know, that, 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 that sounds good to me. But then he, he walks past Archie's campaign meeting and they're talking about extending lunch hour by two hours and... Archie sign. Day at the Arcade. Archie Day at the Arcade. I would I would support that. And a school dance where Archie gets to dance with all the girls. <laughs> and of course, Jughead loves that he's going to petition the school board to extend lunch for two hours. Yes. And so at the end, yes, Stuart Smart wins the election. But the first thing he does is that he makes Archie superintendent for the day, <laughs> and he has to meet with Mr. Weatherby as his first part of his assignment. Yeah, I wonder if there are any more Stuart Smart stories. You think he shows up in any more uh, Archie stories? Yeah, that's a good question. I haven't seen him in, in, some of the, in any of the stories that I've read. Um, have you seen him pop up at all? No, I've never seen him, but I guess, it, like, does Dilton take the place of him? Or, you know, they were like, well, we ha- they're kind of similar in some ways. We have a smart character with Dilton. Right. You can't get rid of Dilly Boy. Sounds like we need to bust out the handy-dandy Archie encyclopedia. Dun, 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 dun. We have consulted the Archie encyclopedia, and it seems like he's not in there, and this might be the only story he's in. Yeah, I think he was just written for this story. He was mayor for the day, and he, he went on to do bigger and better things. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap up because I see Pop walking over with the check. Josh, I have a question for you that relates to the stories we read today. Which Riverdale character would you most want as president? Okay, you better take me seriously when I answer this. Always. I'm going to say hot dog. (laughs) 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 And and just follow me here, okay? okay? All right. Because, you know... We need, uh, like, a representation of this country. Like, someone everyone can enjoy, mm-hmm. and, like, everyone will root for a dog as president. <laughs> of course, he won't really be making policy decisions, but he's, like, a figurehead. Uh-huh, right. Right. And Jughead can help him out. Everyone in town can help out Hot Dog. He's just the figurehead of, mm-hmm. of being the president of the United States of America. I feel like this was some plot to an original Disney Channel movie when I was a kid or something. (laughs) Yeah, I would love to see Hot Dog for president of the movie. I'll write the script. (laughs) I Yeah, how about you, Brandon? I think I will say Delton for president because he is easy. He's got the intelligence. He's got that inventive mind. I feel like he can invent his way out of some of our biggest problems. Yeah, so not Reggie. No, not Reggie. Although, you know, the raffle, good idea. As always, if you liked this episode, please leave a rating or a review and subscribe wherever you're listening to podcasts. You can also follow Archie and me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. I'm no Betty or Veronica, not even Jughead. 
figure it out or Archie and me.